Ask the podcast coach for September 21st, 2019. Let's get ready to podcast. There it is. It's that fun-filled music that means it's Saturday morning. It's time for Ask the Podcast Coach, where you get your podcast questions answered live. I'm your host, Dave Jackson, from the schoolofpodcasting.com. And joining me right over there, he got up, or he went to bed at 2 in the morning. What are you doing awake, my friend? The one and only Jim Cullison from TheAverageGuy.tv. Jim, how's it going, buddy? Greetings, Dave. Happy Saturday morning to you. Now, actually, the way my sleep schedule goes, I really don't get more than six hours of sleep on a regular night anyway. So getting in bed at six and getting up at eight, not too bad, actually. But it is early. Happy Saturday to you. Massive rollouts going on at Gallup right now. So I was up working with the developers as we were pu- pushing code forward. You know, it's fun to to rage against the machine when, you know, <laughs> Apple, like we were talking about Apple, right? When it's not your team having to do the work, when you're on the other side of it and your customers are coming back, it it's going to make for a stressful day. So we're going to have a, we're going to have a busy weekend ahead. Yeah, we are going out on Facebook, Google and Twitch. If you're watching us on Facebook and you want to join in on the conversation, go over to askthepodcastcoach.com/live. And I did some fun. We'll, we'll share my screen here real quick. I get this question a lot. How do I know if my podcast is growing? And so what I did is I went out and I looked at a year ago from, let me turn that banner off. I went out and looked at Ask the Podcast Coach from a year ago. So September 1st to September 8th, it was uh, an episode I think called Always Tap Your Mic. And you can see where it had 537 downloads in the first week. So I just picked a, a time frame. And to me, the first week is the hardcore listeners, the subscribers, 537. Then I went to uh, basically as close as I could to September 1st of this year and looked at the episode, which I can't remember the name of, ran it for a week, and it's 635 downloads in the first week. And if you look at that difference, uh, if you were to, oh, here, let's just do some fun with math. I think I can do this. Can I do this and see? Yeah, ooh, look at that. So now if I take 635 and I subtract 537, it's fun with math, everybody. Uh, that is 98 <laughs> downloads more uh, this year than we did last year. If you divide that by the original one, which is 537, that is a growth of 18.2%. So if anyone is wondering, is my podcast growing? That's one way to do that. Simply look at last year's numbers. Uh, take a, you know, uh, uh, for me, I, I do a week and then look at something close to this year and see if it's the same. So uh, fun with math early on the Saturday morning. What a great way to start off the day. Do you, Dave, do you, okay, so, you know, there's, that's just pure, it's a, just a pure 18%. Right. People may ask then why, like, what would you attribute if we were doing some thinking along these lines? Awesome. I mean, it feels good. Yeah. 18% yeah. growth. What would, what, what kind of things would you start to look at or what kind of things would you do to start kind of, because we don't have a lot of feedback mechanisms for this show. Like, no. It's pretty much this <laughs> in the chat room. Yeah. Like we don't, we don't sell anything. We don't have, I mean, you, you talk about your school podcasting. I guess we have the Patreon group. And so would you have a way of looking at um, your what, Patreon or uh, Patreon subscriptions over that same period to see if they've increased as well? Uh, I know they have. Uh, that would have been a great, see, this is, uh, let me see. So that's, I, the, that's the only, I'm, I, as you're looking that up. Uh, that's the only, as I think about what we do, um, you know, I guess there could be impressions on a webpage, but I don't think those matter anymore very much. As many people spend time, <clears throat> excuse me, spend time in the apps, um, I, w- I would think we would have to do. And then we'd kind of have to ask the question, what are we doing? I mean, we really haven't changed our format ever. <laughs> it's the same no. today as it was four years ago when we started doing this. So it's not like we've added new segments. I guess it would, it may, this may scream for us if we really wanted to know why an 18% increase. It would probably scream for a user survey. That would probably be the next logical thing to say. Hey, if we really want to know, we should probably ask some questions. I don't know, chat room, we'll do an informal survey. Why do you guys come out on Saturdays? Yeah. I, like I, what, I think know? part of it is we didn't quit. Mm. Like we, we're just here every Saturday. Um, I know there are some people that listen to the show, but they don't listen to the school of podcasting. 
What? Uh, yeah, I always thought that really? was kind of odd. Yeah, they just, uh, oh, they, okay. they like the whole day. That's too much Dave Solo. And then, you know, uh, um, yeah. I'm trying to find, I know somewhere in here. Oh, you know what? I bet it's under income. Pledge. Here we go. Patronage. I don't know if I can see. No. Um, I'm trying to find a nice. I can see pledge growth, but I don't know that I can see patron growth. And that's really not fair because I have that uh, here. Let me share what I'm looking at. That would help. Um, So there is this little graph that shows your earnings over time. Mm. And you can see Mm. when people jump into that top tier of where they get consulting. That's why things take a huge dive and up everything like that. They used to have a thing that showed the, like just your patrons. And this is just the, yeah, they made some speaking of changes and updates and upgrades, right? Patreon has gone through some changes and it's hard to find some things now. And yeah, and again, it'd be easy just to blast them. You know, they've had a whole bunch of people spending time thinking about, okay, what's more efficient way to do it. I think it just takes some time to relearn the new system, you know, kind of go in there. And then sometimes they do make mistakes, you know, and so, so let them know. But so do you, so yeah, so there would be a correlation, uh, what you're saying in Patreon, you think, as we looked at it, correlation on Patreon subscribers. So as our listening numbers have gone up, so has Patreon. So that would kind of, that makes sense, right? That would make, yeah, that sounds good. It doesn't have to though. It doesn't have to make sense, right? It could, it could have stayed flat and then we would have, different we'd be asking ourselves different questions maybe we're not maybe the call to action or the cta is not strong enough for patreon we're seeing an increase in numbers but we're not seeing that same increase in patreon you would think is the audience is pretty big here a couple hundred right at least and um you so you would think okay we have probably enough those those numbers should go in sync to some point they're not going to be perfectly exact but listenership goes up patreon probably should go up if it's not call to action is probably weak yeah i would yeah I, I, we don't, I try, and here's the thing. I think we all do this when it comes to selling anything, unless it's a sponsor where I've got my bullet points. And today we're going to talk about the Focusrite 4i4 and blah, blah, blah. And because of this and the such and such button and buy yours today, blah, blah, blah. When it comes to promoting our own stuff, we don't have our own talking points. We just have a thing in our head. It's like, oh, it's time to talk about this. And then we get super self conscious about selling and we kind of like, Hey, if you want to, if you feel like it'd be great, if you could become a patron kind of thing. Uh, do you think that's true or is that just me? Yeah. Yeah. No, I think most of us aren't very good salespeople. You know, it's just, it's not, it's, I don't think it's natural. I think, you know, sales that this, that talent of sales is pretty unique. And so we get a little, um, it's, you know, it goes all the way back to the imposter syndrome. In other words, mm. I don't belong here. And then if I'm going to charge you for this, I definitely don't belong. Here. <laughs> and, and, you know, when you start charging money, um, there's an implied warranty with some of these things. Like, Hey, if I'm charging you for this, all of a sudden I'm expecting some results in the end. And if I don't deliver that feeds back into my imposter syndrome, like I still, I told you I shouldn't have been here. And, and so, um, it really, it, that's what really breaks down our sales process. And, and so we're just not, a, we're afraid to tell people. I think we've, we've talked about the idea of having a, um, a press kit or a sales, uh, you know, have being, uh, you know, spelling out exactly what you charge for things on your website and being very public about it. Oh, I love that. I think is a way to break that down. Like, you know, if you're, if you're kind of, well, it's, you know, see the, you always go to that website and it's like pricing and you click the pricing things and it says, contact us. Like I never contact them. I'm like, I'm done. <laughs> I, I just want to see, I want to see what it is. And I think getting those flat rate charges out there. Um, and then it commits you to it um, as well. Now I say that and I don't, I don't post my consulting fees out there, but I don't do very much consulting. So a little bit different. It's, see, I can't win. I'm playing with my camera today. <laughs> And now I've got a big glare on the TV. Uh, that's um, okay. Nobody cares. We don't care. Um, yeah, hey, if, cares. if you're watching us on Facebook and you want to join, we I can see your comments, but I don't think anybody else can. Uh, we're at Ask. Oh, I can. can you? I can. Oh, that's true. Well, Jim I, can. I see him in the live comments now. I, I forgot to switch over. Yeah. In, uh, yeah. We're, we're at askthepodcastcoach.com slash live. Or if you want to jump on in and ask a question, we're at askthepodcastcoach.com slash join. Um Dave, you, you made a really good comment though. I don't want to, I don't want to move away from this too fast because okay, I think this is super important. I, I said to you, why do you think? And you said, cause we, we're still doing it. Like we didn't quit and yeah, we didn't quit. 
And I, I think, man, there is just power in, in this stability, you know, this, this, this robustness of like showing up every week. And we're here, what, 48 out of 52. We take some breaks, yeah. you're gone, podcast conference, whatever. Um, but I, I do think the, the, the winner in all this and a lot of podcasting will, will be to those who just keep showing up, you know, just keep producing content who keep getting behind the mic. Well, and the other thing I think is as much as we wing it here, we actually, I mean, I've got a Trello board of questions here, so we aren't just winging it. I was um, watching a post this morning and I was freaking out because there was a guy saying, look, I hired three podcast consultants and they were kind of crappy and they didn't give me many action items. Mm. And I was like, oh, holy crap. Hopefully he's not talking about me. And I go into my fresh books and I'm like, oh, holy crap. I consulted with this guy back in January. And I went back and listened to it. And it was, you know, what it, it, it's, uh, it might have been impatience. I don't know. I, I reached out to him. I said, dude, if you're not happy with the, you know, my consulting, by all means, let me know. I'll refund it. But there is a point where I've done, I'm on, on social media. I'm, you know, I've got an email list I'm, and it's just not like we just grew 19% and, but we're up to 600 downloads. Okay. If I'm trying to get a sponsor and I need 5,000 downloads, that's a mile away. And that's where I think some people don't, aren't looking at the fact that you grew yeah. 19%. And if you just keep doing this another X amount of years, you'll be wherever you want to be. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, 20% a year, year over year can grow. I mean, that can get pretty crazy. Those numbers can get kind of crazy when you start, when it's year over year. And all of a sudden, like you said, you're, you're somewhere. You're like, Oh my God, like there's people actually listening to this thing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I think that's part of it is, is we do, uh, and, and even during the week, we're both reading articles. We're checking on things. We're trying to stay up with the fire hose that is now podcast news, trying to figure out what's the best to talk about, things like that. Um, I did a thing this week. I did a video because uh, if you haven't heard, PodCoin is going out of business. Shocking. What? I know. You mean it was even worse. It's not just free. (laughs) They were giving away money. Yeah. So, yeah. And it should have worked. Actually, this... This could have worked. Like this model could have worked. I, I know we're we're ragging on them. It it's a it was a good idea. I actually giving some bonus or some rewards for podcast listeners. It, it that's a I mean that's a game that you got to survive. You got to outlive your capital. I mean you you, you it, when your capital's gone, you're gone. You have to have a crap load of money to yeah. do that kind of model. I am yeah. uh, I'm somewhat upset with myself because I interviewed him on the School of Podcasting. And I wasn't going to do it because I didn't believe in the product, but I had so many people ask me, what do you think about this app that I'm like, all right, let's bring it. And now I have an episode of crap. So I want to go back. And, well, know. yeah, you, that's a, that's a whole nother question. Like, <laughs> because this company is going to funk. Did you even keep that episode out there or do you, yeah. you know, do you replace it with something? But, will, yeah. What, what? I, I, I don't think the product was as bad as, I mean, they just didn't have enough capital. Right. Like, the the idea of rewarding your customers for doing things is a great idea and and people must have taken advantage of it i mean okay but here's where my thought went like when i when i went to him i thought okay how can i set up something so this is just always playing even though i'm not listening to it so that it's racking up the like you know and in whenever you have a system like that it's always gamed and i just wonder if people found ways to whenever money's involved people find way to game to game those things but i think the reward idea is a good one i don't i don't I, think that was a bad idea i think the problem was the app sucked um i can't i couldn't make playlists and i couldn't listen at a faster speed which was kind of things that are in almost every other app but i wasn't getting paid in those apps now no, granted, faster speed yeah you're getting paid for what you're listening to yeah, right that was yeah. tied to the minute yeah so, so it was like hmm but uh uh yeah so that was and I, I say that because I used to go to that app and I would just find random podcasts in the morning because they had this whole like bonus area or whatever. And I found uh, probably within a month, two podcasts where people were absolutely hammered, like not a little tipsy, not like let's have a, an adult beverage and, oh, yeah. and loose because some people might that might actually help people get on the microphone, but they were like sloppy drunk. And so I, I put out a video that said. Uh, based on my experience of dealing with 
uh, people when they're drunk. If you've ever shown up to a party late and, oh. and everybody else is hammered, it's not fun. If you've ever been in that boat. And I said, in consequence, awful. Yeah. And so consequently, yeah. if you're doing a podcast and you're having a blast cause you're drunk, but now your audience isn't to me, I just said, that's really not good content. And you know, if, if you think it's going to be new, apparently it's not a lot of people are doing it or at least two out of 30 this month. So, but what was interesting is I had some people push back and like, Hey man, don't tell me how to podcast. And I'm like, well, I, I didn't, I was just saying for me, um, you know, I don't, I didn't find it, uh, entertaining, but here's the thing. Here's, here's the point I want to bring up. So when people say they don't like your show, it may have absolutely nothing to do with you. Uh, I always go back to the, um, the example, if you're a pastor in a church and you've gotten somebody is sleeping in the front row, your, your knee jerk reaction might be how rude to be sleeping in church. Well, that also might be a new parent with a, you know, three week old kid at home. That's, you know, they've gotten two hours sleep kind of thing. And in my case, when I went back and looked at this, I was like, Oh, you know what? I was married to an alcoholic where the last like four years, especially was like Tuesday night parking in the front yard. I can't find my shoes drunk. Like, Mm -hmm. and so I have a whole, like when I see like people, like it's funny when I, I went to a place where people were drunk and it'd been so long that I remember how to speak drunk. You know what yeah. I mean? Like I can understand yeah. the dialect. It's almost like a dialect that I was like, maybe that's why I was like, when that came on, I was like, oh, geez, Louise. So if somebody really doesn't like your show, A, they're not your target audience, and B, it might be something to do uh, with their background. Well, shouldn't the conversation really be? So say you, you are, you know, you're the hammered podcast. Let's just call it that. Yeah. I am the hammered podcast. Um, You know, your numbers are going to, are going to tell if people like it or not. And um, I I think there's some areas, Dave, this is where a little bit different when we think of it, this, where this genre, this YouTube genre that we have, where if it's more live and you have a live audience following you and they're listening live, that's a different, that's kind of a different scenario than making a, a drunk podcast, so to speak, where you're, you know, it's a download and you're listening to it in the car. I'm not sure I'm necessarily going to want to listen to two drunk guys in a car. Maybe, maybe, but, but <laughs> m- maybe not. Hopefully not driving. That would be bad. <laughs> well, I mean, not me drunk, but, so, but oftentimes the audience goes along with them. This is, you know, to counter your point of, like, well, I am sober and they're drunk and it's not funny. Oftentimes there's, you know, this, this group or there's this genre, right? This, um, that where these podcasts are really long and people are drinking along with them. Yeah. And so it is, it does. That's seem true. Funny. By the end of it, I'm drunk. They're drunk. No, right on. I mean, in, in, you know, my home gadget geeks, we, um, we podcast in, in the U S time zone here in the evening. So 8 PM central nine Eastern. So it's an evening thing for us folks. It's mostly most of my live audience is here in the U S I get some Australians who it's in middle of the afternoon for them. So most of Europeans are sleeping and rightly so, but um, you know, we enjoy a beverage on there. No one's getting hammered, but we've, uh, we've talked about that. I did my co-host one time drank a little too much whiskey one night and at the, in the post show got really animated, right? <laughs> And it was kind of funny, and I think if you go back and listen to it, it would be it would be interesting to listen to. Really hard to find now, but um, so I think there are those moments. So, Dave, a little bit of the pushback, which probably I think there are some exceptions to that. I mean, I think right. in general, yeah, you know, but I think there's some exceptions to that. And then at the end of the day, um, I think Todd Cochran put out a note a post on Facebook. He was like, "Look, I'm tired of being the old curmudgeon rule <laughs> follower. Could somebody else do this for me?" Right, and and. I think sometimes, especially lately, and, and I'll just talk to the, the, the pod fathers at this point. I think we've maybe taken our jobs a little too seriously at times and yeah. just let people do things like we don't have to control the whole space or give advice on that. We're, we're so used to giving this advice, you know. It's like, hey, just let people podcast. You never know what's going to come out of that. Imagine if someone had told John Lee Dumas, no, you can't do it daily. That's not going to work. Like nobody does that. Yeah. Well, he did, right? Well, and actually, a lot of people did tell him that's not going to work. That's you're going to kill yourself, <laughs> and it's it's too much work and blah blah. And he was like, "Nah, I got this," and he did anyway. Yeah, he figured it out. Yeah. Came, you know, batch processed it, you know, whatever. But I I think I think we just don't need to police as much as we. It's maddening. This the 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 podcast space, especially on Facebook group. You know, there's a there's a new Facebook group that's called No Rules or something. No oh, No Rules. Really? You can do whatever you want, and and um. In there, yeah. Well, 
the other day, someone I I I went in there because I wanted to follow just to see what right. happened. And somebody said, uh, somebody said, "Hey, I expected more. Um, I expected more self promotion and dick pics than I got than we're getting, you know, <laughs> kind of thing." And you're like, "Yeah," <laughs> but you know, you you just like, okay, go do your thing. It's it's okay. We don't have to be. We don't have to regulate that in some ways. Just let those people be. That's super hard because it does create a lot of noise. You know, it creates a lot of noise in the space and is not very helpful. And, you know, this is where I think individual consulting comes in. So people who really need it, just go one-on-one. Don't try and help them through Facebook. Well, and, and like the thing right now is, and I'm still confused by this, why companies will make major announcements on Medium and not on their, like, why don't companies have a blog on their website? That's a whole other discussion. I, to me, I'm like, I understand that there are a lot of people reading Medium I just think it's interesting. I think actually in this case they did put it on their blog when I think about it. But the the big whoop de doo is there's a company. Well, here we'll just call it. Uh, it's uh, Simplecast is is saying there's a difference between they're they're counting streams and they're counting downloads. And this is one of those things where I think we whether they're it's right or wrong. If the audience is calling a a down a a uh, oh what the heck is it called? It's uh, something, oh, if the audience is calling a progressive download a stream, it's a stream. Now, are they right? Nope, because it's a progressive download, but they're calling it a stream. So if we mm-hmm. want to communicate with them, we have to call it a stream, even though technically it's a progressive download. And that's one where I kind of get kind of your point where I think they're, you know, it's it's almost like being married. You have to pick your battles. Mm-hmm. And this is one I'm like, you know, does it really... Maybe I'm missing a piece of the puzzle, but I'm not really sure what the big deal is if if people call it a stream and technically it's not a stream, it's a progressive download. Well, it matters for advertising, right? I think this is where when we hear Todd and Rob and those guys come back and they sell, you know, Todd sells advertising through Blueberry and some of those other things, however they do it. Um, And it matters. I mean, that for for vendors, when we're talking to to media buyers, they want to know, they need these definitions. So, I think it matters from that end for most of the rest of us. I don't think it does, you know, or yeah, because money's involved on the advertising side and people get serious about it. It's like, no, oh, if I'm paying for this, this is why I'd love like this whole conversation would go away if we just stopped doing media on downloads, like, or, or selling advertisements on downloads. That's, it's a dumb way to do it. And if I was a media buyer, I wouldn't do it. I want results. Yeah. I'm come to my site, buy my things, give me results. That's if I was a media buyer, that's the way I would do it. And I would actually spend a little bit more to get those results than I would just blasting out downloads. So this download argument would completely go away if we just stopped doing, if we just stopped selling, what do they call that? What's that called when you sell it that way? Um, uh, CPM. Yeah. CPM. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, Daniel from the audacity to podcast.com says apps call it stream. Maybe we should call it a stream too but it's not streaming. Yeah. Yeah. Um, It's kind of different. And uh, the other thing, um, Dan Benjamin from Fireside put out a tweet that said, what is the, like, why are we all holding our, like, how come nobody says their download stats? Like, why is it a big, like, if somebody says, how many downloads do you get per episode? Yeah. It's almost like asking, what is the size of your genitals in some cases? Yeah. People, you think so? I, is, are we, st- we're still there? Cause I just say six to 800. <laughs> you know, I don't even, I don't see, even. That's blink. me. I, I could, yeah. I, I went over to that tweet and I'm like, Hey, my last episode, you had like 2000 downloads and my new, uh, my, your podcast, um, consultant, I get maybe a, maybe a hundred downloads. If I'm lucky, it's been out maybe six months. I don't promote it very much. Shocking that I don't get that many downloads. I don't promote it. Maybe there's a correlation there. Could be, um, but yeah, I don't know. I, 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 that's I think why they're afraid of being judged, right? Of course, we're don't all. Of, think? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just a judge judgment kind of thing. I, I, you know, and I don't know. I just put it out there. Just let the let the universe take care of itself on that one. Uh, you know, no, don't be afraid. Yeah, Daniel says maybe he was just ranting more about the proprietary measurement algorithms. That could be. So. Yeah, it's always going to be. This is this counting thing is always going to be a problem that's with us. It's never going to go away. It's just always going to be there and we're going to have to kind of deal with it in some ways. And there'll always be, I mean, think about the arguments around what's a podcast and what's not a podcast because of RSS and blah, blah, blah. Right. Um, I mean, that's, those are just going to be technical arguments that are always with us. Um, 
the the ones the really successful ones I find sometimes just don't care. They just do. They just create great content. You know. Yeah. We, I mentioned this earlier. John Lee Dumas didn't care. Nobody was doing daily. He just did it, and he figured out a way to get it done. And he plowed through it, and he was super successful with it. I think sometimes when we get hung up in the technicalities of it, or thinking, or or caring what other people think, this slows us down. Oh, that's right? that is huge. Yeah. The the mm-hmm. whole th- worrying about what what other people think. I'm telling you the. The downfall of, of many a podcast is when people, A, the biggest one is when you start comparing yourself to other podcasts. Yeah. That's where um, there's a section of the book that I might pull out where I just crap all over um, bringing having people pay to be a guest. I just think it's a, mm. a very slippery slope. I might pull it out, uh, but that's one of those things that I'm, Wow, this is one. You're the guy that got up, has been up at since or went to bed at two, and my brain is like just buffering right now because I can't remember Ooh. what my uh, why we'll I was, keep do- keep talking. It'll come. It'll to come you. back to me. Yeah, <laughs> I'll tell you what. Does. You know what we'll do while we're waiting for that to come back. Yeah. Uh, we're going to talk about some awesome people nice. who, who uh, support us. Uh, we are talking about uh, Greg over at DebtShepherd.com, where he teaches financial wellness. Glenn the Geek Hebert over at HorseRadioNetwork.com. Josh Rivers over at PodcastingExperiments.com. Max Trescott up in the air at AviationNewsTalk.com. Shane from Spybrary.com. Carrie West over at uh, KeyWestPerspective.com slash podcast. She does a podcast about Key West. Uh, Carl White also does a location-based podcast. You can find him at Life in the Carolinas with an S, Life in the Carolinas podcast. Dot com and Kim Cradgy over at Toastmasters101.net. If you're uh, interested in Toastmasters, she'll definitely get you going in the right direction. If you'd like to be an awesome supporter, simply go over to askthepodcastcoach.com slash awesome. Uh, we talk about the post show on this show. Well, you get access to the post show when you are an awesome supporter, along with the occasional bonus, uh, uh, yeah, bonus stuff. And because we've hit our goal, you actually become part of the live Q and a. So um, if you'd like to do that again, ask the podcast slash awesome. Here's an interesting question. I got this out of uh, Facebook. This is from Sarah Brown. And she says, anyone else here targeting executive level business people? I'm helping a client launch a podcast, coaching senior leadership teams. And I've been sending out our pilot episode uh, to just some, to, some select people in the target demographic for feedback. So number one, kudos for that. Uh, The main thing I'm hearing is that 10 to 20 minutes is the preferred length. I've been a bit surprised that it's been uh, so unanimous so far. Anyone else out there with a similar target audience willing to chime in on what to find works best as far as length and platform. So I wanted Mm. to share this for a couple things. Uh, Well, Jim, what would you think if you're looking for senior leadership, 15, 20 minutes. Yeah, because it's the thing yeah. is senior leadership is those are busy peeps. I know. But to be honest, we're all busy. Yeah, like, I, I get I do get a little uh, irritated at times when we think leaders are the busiest people. In the world. Everybody has a busy schedule. I get that. But for that for that group. Yeah, I think sometimes uh, of doing it. But you know what? There's some they also do a lot of traveling and will and have the appetite for longer form content when they're on the road. So I don't, you know, I gotta hate, I hate when we put them in boxes like this, but we just did. Well, I always say, you know, if I'm doing the busy mom podcast, it's not going to be 40 minutes long because what busy mom has 40 minutes to listen to a podcast, but busy mom may need 60 minutes of distraction. So like if it's, if it's a content where I have to take notes, that may not be it. But if it's content where I can play it in the background and it kind of distracts me from my crazy world of things that are going on and is encouraging, they'll listen to hours of that. So I just, I don't, I want to, this is why it kind of depends, right? I think on this, this length thing, it it just kind of depends what your audience, what are they, what are they looking for? That is uh, I went down that rabbit trail this week. I went into my Apple podcast uh, stats where you can see how long people are listening and you can, you can, number one, you can export that file and open it up in Excel and go crazy on that. Cause I was looking at the top 20, like anything from a hundred percent down to 80% listening. Like how long was the length? 
And you can you can spend a lot of time going down rabbit holes with that. Um, in the end, I just was like, you know what? I'm going to keep doing the show the way I do it. Yeah. Um, you know, um, we have a, a comment here says, I started a podcast with a business English class last week. We agreed on about 10 minutes per episode, but it's lang- language practice. Yeah, because if you go too long, then people are like, wait, I already forgot the first word I learned at the beginning. So... Well, but everybody and everybody learns a little bit differently and everybody has uh, different needs. This is the problem, you know, whenever you're doing, when you have a a large community is that you're going to get competing feedback. And so you're going to have people like, I don't know, I need you to take, get me from Bakersfield to Sacramento because that's my commute every day. And it's Mm. an hour and 15 minutes. And I have picked your podcast because it's an hour and 20 minutes long and it's going to get me all the way there. Right. And in this case, business podcast, very specific content, doing very specific things. Like I don't ever, I've never listened to a daily show that's seven minutes long. Never. I don't want to, it's too short. Well, that's not true. I listen to, I listen to Mike Rowe, uh, how I heard it, but that's a, that's a 12 minute thing. Right. But it's really great. So, okay. So maybe I'm, I'm contradicting myself on that one. I, why do I listen to them? Because they're really great and they're what I'm looking for. Don't let the time be one of those things that if you have a lot to do and you can get it done and people are listening to it, stick with it. That was what you did, right? You And then you're like, I'm not changing. I'm gonna just going to keep doing what I do, right? Yeah, it, and I really found there wasn't anything glaring sticking out that I was like, ooh, I need to quit doing that. It was just some shows didn't do as good as others. And that, again, you never know. It might be a case that, it would be weird that all of a sudden my entire audience got busy and they just quit listening the second half or whatever. But, uh, yeah, it's just one of those things where I, I, I was amazed that I spent probably 45 minutes trying to find something. And in the end I was like, mm, no, I think we're good at this point. Um, the cool thing about Mike Rowe, you mentioned him, uh, the way I heard it podcast did everything perfect. He said, Hey, here's the deal. I can't write a book and do the podcast. So I'm going to go away for a bit and I'm going to write a book and I'm going to come back and do the podcast. So stay subscribed. Just want to let you know, I can't do both. So my thought was, Hey, I like Mike Rowe. I don't want him to kill himself. So you go write your book, Mike Rowe. And when he came back and said, Hey, I'm back. Uh, The book's available for presale. And guess what happened while I was writing the book, they're going to turn the the podcast into a TV show. Why not? Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, there you go. So that was uh, very cool. So I, I thought that was kind of well, Mike Mike Rowe. This is he did an incredible job. Like he's available everywhere. You can you know he's got a gigantic Facebook group and he's very accessible. And he's just he doesn't Mike doesn't play the games. Like he doesn't game anything. He mm-hmm. just does. Like he he creates his podcast. He writes all his own podcast stuff. He do he he you know he does. He's got his own workflow that he does it. And he's just it, he doesn't try to fake you out with call to actions. He doesn't try to trick you into subscribing to stuff. He doesn't try to, you go to his website, doesn't have pop-up stuff on it. He's just Mike. And he's very, very popular because he's a straight up guy. He's known as a straight up guy. And he, and, and he has a really good mission behind what he's doing. Like his, his work stuff is incredible. Well, so what I like about Mike too, is he doesn't obsess over the audio because there are times when he's recording stuff either on his phone or something because you'll hear like the the really well produced stuff, but the ad thing is like all of a sudden the, and it's like you know what it's still okay I can hear it it's not that distracting, uh, yeah he's he's a good guy I was very happy when I, I heard yeah that. Just, he's and, he's good good at just doing like yeah. he just does and he's gonna be out he says I'm gonna be out sorry I'm gonna be out you know well and the beautiful thing was he goes look I started this podcast as a fun hobby in storytelling. Like that was his goal. Mm-hmm. And now he's got a book and a TV show coming. So Randy in the uh, chat room says my philosophy is to produce a show. that's as long as it needs to be plus a length that I can sustain consistently over months and months and months. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Gets people used to it. Um, well, and Randy's got a genre that is, I mean, he's niched down a couple. I mean, he's kind of doing leadership and, and he kind of, uh, Randy, I don't know if you intentionally do this, but it's kind of it's kind of male focused a little bit, and it's a little religious, and so that's kind of a that's a niche of a niche of a niche, and so you know, but he continues to make he's very faithful to his content style and what he does and how he does it and in you know what he's doing with it, and so that's his thing, right? I think I love that that he's just being very consistent and very true to his form. Yeah, and then Patrick says, "My middle school kids 
have to produce an eight minute podcast and they think it's torture. <laughs> uh, uh, torture because it's too, eight minutes is too long yeah, or because it's probably. too short. You think that so eight minutes seems like forever when you're doing those? I know uh, a short podcast can be if you have a, a, a subject and you've got, you know, 14 minutes of material and it's got to be eight. Whittling down that six minutes is yeah. that gets a little tough because you have to figure out, okay, what am I really trying to say here? And what's really the, the you know, I wish just to say um, when I was doing the whole assistant pastor thing, normally I would get 20 minutes, but on communion Sundays I would get 15. And that was always like, oh, wait a minute. I got to, got to figure out what I'm saying and get to the point and you, you chop up all the, the fluff. So um, that's one of those things that you have to, you know, I think sometimes a shorter show is a better show because you have to really figure out what you're saying. Um, in the chat room, it says, I listen to David Hooper stuff and they take like five minutes or so. And then I listen to a round table. So, uh, you know, he says, I think yeah, folks yeah. beat themselves up too much about this. Yeah. I, I and that kind of goes back to what Randy said, you know, it has to be as long as it needs to be, but he just picked a, a format that not only works for, uh, for the audience, but for him. And then, uh, Patrick is yeah. saying, uh, they think it's too long. I have to record my voice. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. It's different. It is so different. I remember thinking about recording, you know, Dave in our day, we would have those, we had these little things called cassettes and you could record, you oh, could yeah. buy blank ones, right. Yeah. And record on them. And we had a little cassette player and, and, you know, you would push play and record at the same time yep. to get the, the thing to record. And I remember um, when I went overseas, so this was uh, 86 uh, when I was in Germany. I was 18. I was young. had a girlfriend back here in the States. And I would send her rather than, you know, because phone calls were a dollar a minute. Right. It was expensive. So I'd send her tape recordings uh, of that. And so even then, I remember recording my voice. And the first couple of times listening back to it, I'm like, oh, I can't listen to this. I'm just going to send it. You know, it's just going to go. But you get the more you do it, the better you get at it, and, and you get more comfortable with it. They make fun of me at work when I'm because I I review everything we do, and so I'm listening to myself, and they're like, "Oh, got to watch yourself, huh?" You know, they just think that's the funniest thing in the world. I'm like, guys, I got to, I have to review my own content. I have to make sure it's okay. So it's a struggle for sure. Here's a weird one. Jason Bryant is in Kazakhstan, 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 Kazakhstan yeah. for the second Saturday in a row, and he had. Dinner with Evo Terra. That's cool. Yeah. Now that's a that's almost an inception kind of <laughs> you know kind of scenario there. Yeah, Jason, thanks for checking in. It's he's in the future. It's already yeah, it's, it's, Saturday it's, uh, evening. It's nine p.m. He just finished announcing day eight of the World uh, Wrestling Championships. I'm assuming so. Uh, very cool. Um, I definitely wanted to talk about this. This comes up all the time, and I was like, ooh, it's it's one of those greatest hits, but I don't think everybody knows this. Um, uh, Jane Opunce. Um, I'm sorry, Sarah Jane Opunce. That's that's a mouthful. Does anyone know how to fix iTunes description formatting? It looks messy, but it looks fine in other directories. I host with Libsyn. Um, the thing, the big one on this one is especially with the Apple Podcast app. And if you listen uh, closely, I think we can hear the the sound of Steve jobs rolling over in his grave. What it is, is if I actually search for your show and you, so when you do this, you have to look at the, the app and there are all these tabs at the bottom and the one at the bottom says search, which is where you go to search and you would then search for your show and you would find it. And that's where you're going to go. Wow. That's weird. All my links are a little weird or in some cases, some links will work and some links won't. It's because you're not subscribed to your show. And this is the part that I go, please don't shoot the messenger. But if you subscribe to your show and then you go down to the library and navigate to shows and you click on your episode and look at the description there, it's going to be fine. All the formatting is going to be there. It's all going to be pretty. But I get this all the time because most people think, well, why would I subscribe to my show? I just did it. And I'm here to tell you, please subscribe to your own show because number one, it may take up to 24 hours for there's, there's basically two things. There's your show. That's, that's the truth. That's what's in your feed. And then you have your listing, which is what's in Apple podcast, which updates about every 24 hours. So you could actually go to search your show and in the Apple listings, not see your latest episode. But if you subscribe to your show, 
and go over to your library, you would actually see the episode that isn't appearing because Apple hasn't updated yet. It hasn't been 24 hours for them to take a new snapshot, but it's also affecting the formatting. And that's not new. Uh, every uh, That's just a, a thing. And I, I see that. I saw it in Facebook and I was like, oh, you know what? That's a good one. We should probably uh, do that. Uh, but uh, Jason is saying, hey, uh, I would jump in, but I have nothing to say other than that I've recorded and released a show from 14 different countries now. But that's just me being selfie humble brag. There you go. I like a selfie humble brag. So, There's, if anybody can do it well, it's Jason. He can he can selfie humble brag. Was that what it was? Well, <laughs> so thanks, Jason. Thanks for doing that. It's kind of fun, you know that that actually builds when you have listeners that are willing to do that. That builds community. Yeah, and you know people are like, oh wow, I can listen to this on the road, and they'll join us from other places. Jason is one of the few. I shouldn't say one, but. Uh, who who does it remotely from other places? But yeah, that kind of encourages other folks to go. Oh yeah, I should listen to that when I'm on the road. So yeah. he's off to uh, eat some horse steaks. He says that's that's a little different. <laughs> um, Patrick Patrick in, the ch- Patrick in the chat room says I spoke about starting a school podcast to teachers this morning at a conference for the first time. I didn't have to explain to teachers what a podcast was. Yay, that's good to hear. Uh, because I I remember the good old days of. Would you like to start a, wait, what's a, what's a podcast? So that's always fun. Um, and then Patrick says, there's often a space before my episode in the description in the, in desktop iTunes. Now desktop iTunes, which we can actually call iTunes because, well, it's called iTunes. Um, it's, it's just a mess They they need to take it out behind the barn. Uh, I'll be glad whenever the new Mac OS rolls out and then we're going to get that new podcast thing that they're, that they're talking about where they broke it out of iTunes. Um, and then eventually I'm assuming people on PC will get something that actually works. So, um, I, I don't think that's ever going to happen. I, <laughs> I think they announced it. I don't think they're going to do it. You don't think they're going to kill uh, Apple podcasts no. or mm-hmm. Apple iTunes. I don't think they're going to split it up the way they think. Oh, you don't? Oh. No, I don't think it's ever going to, like I said, they said it. I know they said it. It's there. I know it's out. They talked about it. They even showed some screenshots is all vaporware. I don't, I don't think they're actually going to do it. I think they're going to so they're going to drag this out for a couple years and then they'll have a new they'll have a new plan. That area of media is changing so rapidly and so fast and uh it was amazing how quickly Netflix fatigue kicked in. So this idea of Netflix fatigue is this idea of I now have too many services to subscribe to. We all cut the cable, you know, mm. 4 or 5 years ago, 6, you know, whatever. And we've been cutting the cable to go all a cart because we wanted these specialized services. And then these specialized services have caused us to rethink like, oh my God, I'm paying $9.99 to everywhere. I got Disney, I've got CBS, I've got Netflix, I got Hulu, I've got Red, I've got, you know, whatever. Um, YouTube TV, which is like 65 bucks now. And, um, and hmm. people are like, oh, I don't know if I want all this stuff broken out. And I think you're going to see a big whip back to consolidation the stuff listen the consumer is not good with choices we think we want choices we really don't we really want simplicity i want it when i want it i just want to be able to get it and i don't have to think about it yeah and so i think this is going to come whipping back i think they're going to make a change yeah bang says in the chat room here uh nbc is rebooting battlestar galactica they're also uh rebooting saved by the bell (laughs) <laughs> without Zach. How do you do that? I, it's why I even try. Yeah. Oh, they should just quit. There are a couple of things that are on these streaming services. And he was asking earlier, do you think this is going to help people with Patreon? Because people are just going to be used to like, oh, it's another five bucks. It's another five bucks. Well, it's only five bucks. Or are they going to do what you're kind of saying? And I think that is going to be the case. I do this on occasion where I will go back and look and I'm like, wow, I'm part of creative live and i haven't watched a course over there in forever i was a member of lynda.com for years and didn't log in i'm like i'm wasting 10 bucks a month um i know and daniel says wait what why reboot something so new and mostly well done um i guess he's talking about battlestar galactica because there were there was a reboot of battlestar so and yeah there was it's been done twice uh, once already yeah is there not an original idea left on the planet yeah. <laughs> like have we have seriously? Have we run through all the ideas? Although you Pat, know. Patrick says the Dixie Chicks are coming back. So oh, well, that's good. Yeah, uh, but not in Texas. They say. <laughs> so, all right. Um, it, it does make you wonder. That's why when I see a movie, have you ever seen uh, Being John Malkovich? 
It's a really no. weird movie with John Cusack. So any movie with John Cusack back in the day, there was a time when I actually somewhat looked like John Cusack because I was a lot skinnier and I had black hair. Um, hence, I was a shoo-in for John Cusack, and I was sarcastic. Um, but the, half the reason I like that movie is it is just absolutely the weirdest movie ever, and it's not Scooby-Doo 6. You know what I mean? It's not right. like, I, you know, I was tempted. If I had time this weekend, I would go see Rambo Last Blood just to watch Stallone. Because it's the same movie, you know, and I'm just yeah. like, I'm just glad that, like, I'll be, I will be somewhat glad when Rocky dies in like Rocky 20. And I'm thinking eventually, you know, final last absolute blood will eventually be there. Because as long as people keep going, he's going to keep making those movies. Yeah. But it should be well, interesting. And, and sometimes the reboots are different stories, and that's great. Like if we've moved on or it's it's getting a different emphasis or some of those kinds of things. It is nice. You know, a reboot is nothing more than kind of an extended series from that standpoint. But will the the one after last blood be last, last blood? That's it. Final <laughs> no, last blood. No, we're serious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, you know, and so, yeah, uh, they rebooted the karate kid. Um, you know, uh, Banks says they broke Scooby-Doo when the ghosts were real. So, um, you know, they brought back, here's the thing. It gets me. I mean, look, look how bad that was. They right? brought back the original Halloween people. So Jamie Lee Curtis, you know, and if you watch that movie, spoiler alert, at the end, they do something that pretty much Michael Myers should not ever, ever, ever live through. And yet I just read where they're coming out with a sequel. And I'm like, wait, didn't they completely nuke that dude? No, it doesn't matter. They just Ter- Terminator, new Terminator movie we're coming out. Too, are they seriously? Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I saw a trailer for it last night. <laughs> He's like, well, okay. So we're making fun of this, but does it relate when we think about podcasting, right? We often say if if people are going to copy other people or they're going to copy their format or style or genre, that, that's okay. And so, you know, in, in some regard, you know, just do your thing. Is this just Hollywood doing its thing? You know, are we, are we being too harsh on them for not having an original idea? Cause honestly, Hollywood doesn't make for long. They will for a little bit, but they don't make for long what people won't watch. You know, if it, if it's not being watched, it dies pretty fast. So, well, what's funny is something will get popular and because of a really good movie, like think about the, the romantic comedies of the nineties or was that the eighties? I don't know. I mean, there for a while, Hugh Grant was in like every other movie yeah, and it was the same yeah. movie where it's like, oh, here's these two people. They hate each other. At the end of the movie, what do you know? They love each he, other. He makes a mistake. Yeah. She forgives him. Yeah, yeah. and uh, you know, it's one of those where you're like, you know, but and those were super. I mean, they just you know, Pretty Woman, all those things, and then they just quit making them. And like, I keep waiting for the first superhero movie to really tank. And so far, that hasn't happened. I mean, uh, Ant-Man... Well, and, in the DC universe, it has. Oh, yeah, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> although, although I listen, two years ago, I said that, and I just got run out of the community for that. So I apologize. It, I'm sure it was a great movie, but right. didn't do very well. Did not do very well. Yeah. So, um, but that's isn't that the way it always is, though? Something will come out. It'll be original. There'll be a bunch of ripoffs that aren't as good. Yeah. And then, yeah, yeah. you know, people trying to capitalize on the momentum. I think this happens in podcasting. Oh yeah. You know, think of, I think of how many on fire podcasts came out after John Lee Dumas, right. Or how many NPR storytelling or geez, the, the true crime shows like that's what I was going to say. Yeah. How many true crime shows have come out after serial and I really have to say serial because everything after that's not been very good, but um, yeah, I, and, and that, but, I think that's kind of part of our human nature, this idea of, and it's probably what's made us successful as a species is that we are really good at imitating success. And so we see something that's successful. We can just copy that. Like, you know, dogs, one dog, well, that's just probably not true because dogs are a little bit smarter, but you know, most animals, they see one animal have success and they're kind of like, Oh, whatever, you know? And you're like, we're really good at copying that success. Um, and, and so I think it's just part of human nature. You know, I, I'm, I'm just not so sure it's it it's getting a little tiring. And I think it I, I too wonder when superhero movies will like when when will we see the end of this? Because usually, you know, in almost every one of those, except for one that I can think of, the good guys usually win. Usually, yeah. you know, it's kind of yeah. like, oh, yeah. 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 But yeah. there was a time in the middle where you're like, uh oh, 
Mm, this could now. What do you know? He overcame it, and she did that, and, and the world was saved. So, well, yeah. but so maybe movies are a little bit different I, than podcasting. I don't know. I, I I think you know. I don't know. I or maybe they're not. And and maybe you you things have a run. You know, if you have a true crimes podcast right now, or you're thinking of making one, how long will that genre be popular? And and people be looking for it. Yeah. I don't know because so far yeah. that thing has just got legs. So it has a lot of legs. But tech had legs in the very beginning, and then comedy had some legs going forward. And people are still doing that. Yeah. But the what's real popular? I don't know. Yeah. I, and 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 you know, it's not be the last one out there. Go to back to our original yeah. conversation at the beginning. Be the last one out there if if that's what that's what you need to be. That's right. You could be the girl school. Of of podcasting, girl school was a hair metal band that looked like Cinderella and Warrant had a kid and oh. uh, did one hit. Heavy uh, metal's dead, right? That it, stuff's gone. I nobody's nah, doing that anymore. Never. Okay. Okay. Till I die. Uh, <laughs> Brett from the UK says, "Have you read any books on podcasting?" I have. Um, one sitting on my front seat of my car. Which ones would you recommend or steer club? I like David Hooper's book, Big Podcasting. Uh, not only is it a great book, it's a great weapon. Uh, the only thing I really disagree, I get what he's saying. He says launch with 20 episodes. I think that's too many. But his point was, after doing 20 episodes, you'll find your voice. I get that. I'm just like, I think a lot of people wouldn't, without some sort of feedback, without actually putting out an episode. Plus, how do you, I would say record 20 episodes, release them to your friends and get some feedback. Um, I like the one uh, with uh, Kristen Meinzer. Uh, so you think you want to start a podcast? That's a little easier read, but has some great stuff in it. Or there's a website. Um, you may have heard of it. It's called the school of podcasting.com. If you're looking to start a podcast, use the coupon code listener when you sign up and save on either a monthly or yearly subscription. And uh, that has all the latest updated stuff, plus a private Facebook group, et cetera, et cetera. Um, this is a new one. Has anyone ever tried to add a fifth mic to the Roadcaster Pro using XLR splitter? I have not. Um, in theory, it would work. You just the problem's going to be that you know if somebody talks loud on the one mic and somebody talks soft on the other, how are you going to handle that? Um, and then uh, Bang says, "Yeah, you could always try a preamp into the three point five millimeter jack. That would be another way to." Uh, but uh, my question is, why do you have five people on your podcast? That's that's you're you're at, at my point. You're, but maybe they do. Maybe they do. Yeah. I mean, I've done a round table. I mean, that's, that's not, that's not too much larger than a typical round table, right? You guys do four or five on, yeah. on the podcasters round table. So I don't, I don't know if five's a bad number. Oh, uh, you know what? I'm being corrected. Five local is hard though. Yeah. Oh, um, it's not, I was thinking of Brittany Fox. They sang the song girl school. Um, but if, and if we weren't on YouTube, I would look it up on YouTube and, or, uh, Spotify and play it right now. Is Brittany Fox someone you actually want to Google? Do, do um, are you sure you want to do that? Yeah, the Dizzy. <laughs> okay. The guy's name was Dizzy something. They weren't. They were your typical hair, hair metal. Band. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. uh, what is my revised book coming out? Yes, it is. I am uh, still working on it. I am going through my lovely eight-page uh, formatting guide that I have to have it in. Um, but my goal, I really wanted it to be done last weekend. I'm on chapter eight of about 10 of going through putting the formatting in and then I hand it to them and they're going to beat it to that. So I honestly don't know. My guess will be before the end of the year, but I'm hoping I wanted it out by like she podcast, but it's, it's, um, uh, it's not God bless fun. you for doing that, Dave. I, I don't, I, I don't envy anyone writing a book, anyone. Yeah. I just, is so there's so many things you have to do. This is too many details for me. Yeah, for me, the hardest part was a fifty thousand words. Yeah, holy cow! Then uh, it was a matter of now I got to quit. So I, I did a bunch of more research, added it to it. Now it's the opposite. Now I can't shut myself down and say stop, stop, don't quit researching. You're done. Just write it down. You know that whole nine yards. So yeah, it's um, it's different. I did this. Well, I was going to rewrite it anyway. This is the first time I've worked with a publisher, and. We'll see how that goes. So far, it's been okay, but not as fun as I had thought. Let's go. That well, way. it's just work. Yeah, it's work. Um, you know, I I've talked to multiple authors in the strengths community I'm in. We have several coaches who've written their own books, 
And at first, it was a really popular thing to do. Everybody was writing a book. Right. And now we haven't seen a new book in a while. And they've kind of come to a trickle. At first, we saw about seven new ones come out. And now they're maybe one or two a year in this in this genre. But I always said, why? Like, what are you hoping? If, I mean, if you think the sea of podcasting is flooded, the book market is ridiculous. I mean, just go to the airport. And walk through right. the, the new book section in the airport. I mean, if you think more, if you think podcasts, more podcasts are being created every day. God, there's a new book on something all the time. So, Dave, what are you hoping for? Like, you wrote this book. You're writing this book. You're pretty sure it's not going to be a New York Times bestseller. Yeah, I'm pretty right? sure of that one. You're pretty sure. Why? Like, what What was your motivation behind it? Um, Part of it was I wrote the original book back in 2012. Because there were people that had been podcasting for years, and I would say, well, you know, are you making any money at this if you want to? And they would say, no, I haven't been approached by a sponsor. And I was like, well, hold on. There are many, many, many ways to make money without having a sponsor. Let's let's look at what's going on. Mm-hmm. So that was the original version. The new version was I. it was turning into crap because it was outdated, and I was either going to pull it off uh, because it didn't even mention Patreon. So I was like, I'm either going to pull it down or I'm going to rewrite it. So I decided to rewrite it. And about the time I thought about rewriting it, I was approached by a publisher that said, hey, would you like to write a book about making money with a podcast? And I'm like, well, and they'd seen the old book. So they're like, and I was like, yeah, let's let's do that. So um, but what are you hoping? What are you hoping to get out of it? In your mind, what are you thinking? What's this going to, because there always has to be a reward system in place or you, otherwise you wouldn't do this. Well, so I'm, what are you hoping for? I'm getting paid, not a ton of cash, mm-hmm. but okay. I'm getting paid for it. Okay. Um, might get on some business shows maybe now that okay. may, may not have uh, had me on their show in the past. Are you uh, going to do a, are you going to actively have someone like get an assistant to start calling podcasts or emailing podcasts to say, Hey, Dave Jackson has a new book that he'd love to share. Are you going to do something like that? Hmm, maybe. Okay. D- depending on how things come out, Bangs is asking, is there going to be an audiobook version? Yes. Why? Because there wasn't of the first one, and my audience was like, what? <laughs> Your Captain Podcast does not have an audiobook? That's going to be the next thing that's going to drive me nuts. I've done an audiobook once before. I had a book called Get Your Band Out of the Basement and Keep Them Out of the Asylum. And uh, even though it's my own words, recording an audiobook is one of those things that will take a good month probably. I mean, I've, I've worked on this thing, especially the last two weeks, every night, about two to three hours a night. And I'm, I'm ready for it to be over at this point. I'm like, and, and so there are some things I, that I was going to do that I might let my publisher do and pay them just to go here, please get this. I want it done because I have other things I want to work on. And that's one of my, uh, weaknesses, I guess is I love to start new things. I'm very excited while it's going on, but at this point, like the writing is pretty much done. I just needed, I need the typos fixed and some formatting. So I'm ready to move on. And this is where my brother used to laugh when I lived with him is he would come into the kitchen and there'd be all these cupboard doors open where I had made my breakfast. I'd gotten the cereal out, dumped it into a bowl, put the milk away, put the cereal away, but I didn't close the cupboard door because I was already on to the next task of eating it in the living room. And he's like, you're always like, you know, he goes, not that you don't finish things, but there's always like, you, you kind of move on to the next thing before you're really, really a hundred percent done. So I'm kind of in that mode now. And I, it's one of those things that I have to kind of step back and, and realize that, Hey, I'm doing that thing where I'm ready to move on to the next thing. And this isn't done yet. And that's why you're not happy with it anymore. This is why you're not having fun because I want to work on the affiliate program for the school of podcasting. I want to learn Elementor. I want to do all this other stuff. And I'm like, uh, and I'm reading the same book for like the four million times. So, you know, but that's why you're getting paid for it. So, right, right. <clears throat> I, well, I do think, uh, I think it's a great conversation. If you're a podcaster and you're thinking of writing a book, I think it's really good to have some very clear outcomes oh, yeah. of what you're hoping for yeah, on it, this. Yeah. It banks and is, just writing a book is not, no, it doesn't, it's too much work. You need to really have some clear outcomes of why you're doing it. Yeah. What we'll do is in the, um, in the post show, if I can get it, I will look and see what I made from the original version because you you don't make a lot of money from a book. And what I've basically found, we'll find out here, is 
what I'm getting paid up front is I think about the same amount of money that I made at, you know, whatever, 12, seven yeah. years ago, because it's 10 bucks for the book. It's not right. like you're going to make a, a ton of uh, money on that. But uh, Jim, what is coming up on uh, the average guy TV? Yeah, this is one of those great things about podcasting is that um, I didn't have time this week. And so no live show, no show. I got a super busy weekend leaving for Florida on Sunday. So it was nice to just take the week on the week off. And as a podcaster, I just told my audience, hey, not going to be out there today. And they're like, okay, sounds good. So nothing out there, but appreciate it. Appreciate you asking. And nobody punched you in the face? No, I'm still here. Yeah. I'm still, I'm still, well, you know, yeah, roughly. Yeah. I'm th- still here. This week on the School of Podcasting, I am doing an interview with Dr. Richard, who is a, for lack of a better phrase, a brain dude that started a podcast because he wanted to talk about helping people with like brain issues and such. And has had many, he's, he's kind of like a walking because of my podcast stories. So I'm going to air that interview because my audience has said, hey, we like the way you do interviews. So. That is all edited and ready to uh, to go in the can, so that should be fun uh, coming up. And then in the future, I'm trying to think what else is coming up on the School of Podcasting. I don't know. Uh, if you have a Because of My Podcast story, I'm always looking for those. Simply go to schoolofpodcasting.com slash contact. But uh, stick around for the chat in, for the yes for the chat show. <laughs> where we do some post. Yes. You need some coffee, my friend. Exactly. So uh, thank you to the chat room. For sticking around, uh, we'll be around in just a second with some more post-show. And I'm moving the wrong... This knob does nothing. See? Nothing. This one does. <laughs> Learning a new system. This podcast is part of the Power of Podcasting Network. Find it at powerofpodcasting.com. Changing the world, one download at a time.